the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we have come very close to the record total of murders in the city of Columbus. A 16-year-old lost his life last night in the city, and that puts us at 174 for the year. And the next murder will be 175, which will equal last year's total. It is a sad landmark. One that will climb who knows how much higher as this calendar year unfolds. And in the immediate aftermath of that, it coincides with a further indictment of Mayor Andrew Ginther and his unquestioned desire to demean, diminish, and discourage the Columbus Division of Police. I remember the big... George Floyd riots and investigations afterward, and the fact that uh, Columbus police acted outside their purview via an investigation that cost $600,000 and was performed by a local attorney firm, uh, that was in violation of the city's contract, collective bargaining agreement with police. We'll bring you all those details today. Uh, More details on Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. Ohio is fighting it. A lot of companies are fighting it. It does not surprise me that there's great pushback against it. It is interesting, to say the least, that the Biden administration is plowing forward with this at a time when there are more encouraging reports that yet another big drug company, this one Pfizer, has obtained amazingly successful results with a therapeutic drug, a pill that you could take if you were tested positive for COVID that would diminish your chances of going to the hospital by 90% that would keep you from dying of COVID. Yet we have to vaccinate kids. We have to vaccinate workers at firms with 100 or more employees, whether it wreaks further havoc on our supply chain, whether it exacerbates an employment problem in the country or not. So we have a lot to get into, and you're always invited to be a part of the show, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can take us with you wherever you go, iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. If you miss any portion of the show, please podcast it later at 989theanswer.com. Click the Listen tab, the Podcast tab, and then scroll down to the Bruce Hooley Show, and you will find the show podcasted by half-hour increments. So last night, a young man by the name of Righteous McKinney 
was shot in the 2200 block of Willamont Avenue just before 9 p.m. He's 16 years old, and he tragically died. He's a student at East High School. He is uh, not the first, unfortunately, 16-year-old to lose his life this year. Micaiah Bryant, uh, Amira Truss, Olivia Kurtz, um, and now Righteous McKinney. We have a lot of young people dying in the inner city, and this has been a fallout of number of policies we've talked about taking people's hope away via covid lockdowns we've talked about taking columbus police motivation away for doing their job their uh, lack of support from administration an administration that seems willing actually more than willing uh desirous of prosecuting them rather than supporting them Anytime Andrew Ginther, Zach Klein, the newly created police civilian review oversight board, gets an opportunity to go after a police officer, uh, they're going to do it. And the tail wagging the dog aspect of this has never been more obvious than Andrew Ginther's defense for bankrolling a $600,000 investigation of Columbus police behavior during the riots last summer, he said that the city demanded it. The city demanded an independent investigation. Well, leadership requires sometimes telling people what they do not want to hear. And I have no doubt that the city uh, bent to the pressure of the public. But the job of the mayor, the job of the safety director, the job of the city law director is to say, we will proceed according to the rule of law, according to the collective bargaining agreement that we have with the police, because that is what the law requires. Because eventually, you can do whatever you want to do. You can do whatever the citizenry forces you to do. There will likely be a day where you will have to defend this decision on its legal merits. And if you don't have the legal merits on your side, then all you will accomplish is to waste a lot of time or worse, waste a lot of money. And that's what the city has done. An arbitration ruling issued yesterday prohibits the city of Columbus from using an independent contractor. That would be Baker Hostel, your local law firm, high-end law firm, which billed the city 600 grand. So there's now a cease and desist order which prohibits the city from doing this again to investigate complaints about police officers' conduct and whether they're in violation of division rules, whether they're dealing with you on the streets or whether they're dealing with riots or whatever they're doing. There is a whole entire division of the Columbus police and every police department. It's called the Internal Affairs Division. And the upshot of people like Andrew Ginther and people like Shannon Harden, city council president, Always siding with the public and saying cops are wrong. Somebody got hurt. Somebody got out of line. Micaiah Bryant got shot. The cops have to be wrong because nobody wants a 15-year-old to die. Yeah. Well, two things to be true at once. Nobody wants a 15-year-old to die. And it's still possible that the cop did nothing wrong. Because we never look at what the other person did who's on the wrong end of police force to say, how many bad decisions did they make? to put themselves in a position where a 
police officer had to react according to their training. No, that's not what Andrew Ginther looks at. That's not what Zach Klein looks at. That's not what Shannon Harden or anybody on his woke civilian oversight review board looks at. Somebody got hurt. The video's uncomfortable to watch. Cops had to be wrong. And so they just don't stand up for what's already in stone that they have to stick to, which is the collective bargain agreement, which says that if there is a dispute about whether or not a police officer is wrong, then it gets investigated first by the division of police. And this is how it should be. And I know you're skeptical of it because you say, well, you know, the cops are always going to have the cops back. And I vehemently disagree with that because having been a journalist, a reporter, I can tell you that nobody gets more turned off and embarrassed by bad reporters than somebody who's endeavoring to be a good reporter. And similarly, no doctor wants to see another doctor victimize a patient. No lawyer wants to see another lawyer engage in malpractice, because what does that do? It damages the luster of your own profession. It diminishes what you have chosen to do to provide for your family. And so it follows extremely logically that all good cops are most desirous of ridding bad cops from the force. And so the notion that, well, internal affairs will always take the policeman's side is not true. What is true is that internal affairs will understand the mindset of an officer's actions because they have lived it and they have walked in those shoes. Incompetent people on the Civilian Review Oversight Board whose sole qualification for that job is they want to get in there and affect change. They want to get in there and show their woke bona fides. They want to get in there and treat real life like it's an episode of Law & Order SVU. They're not qualified to understand what it's like to stand in the middle of hundreds of people rioting and lobbing rocks and stuff at you. Okay? So I'm glad the city got its hand slapped. And I'm not surprised the city got its hand slapped. By the way, the federal judge, Algernon Marbley, who's also um, a social justice warrior, uh, got his hand slapped by this arbitrator's ruling. So what the city lucked out on with this is that what if they had to go back to square one and start reinvestigating all these findings they've already come to regarding the police during the riots? And I think they should. I think if you do, if you got a result that ended up being disadvantageous to you as a police officer because of what has now been deemed an unfit investigation outside the bounds of propriety of the collective bargaining agreement, I don't think you should have to be stuck with that ruling. But so far, at least, the city does not have to go back and reinvestigate and readdress these situations. And, of course, the city says it will appeal because apparently they're not... They're not done wasting the taxpayers' money. $600,000 already down the tubes over to Baker Hosteller. No, let's go appeal that again, and let's waste some more money. These are the kinds of egregious decisions that you get when you have an all-Democratic administration, a Democratic mayor, a Democrat in every office in the city.
Nice to be with you on a Friday. Looks like it could be a beautiful weekend, a beautiful fall weekend. That's nice. Good weather for picking up leaves, going to a football game. A lot of local football teams in action uh, tonight. Uh, go out, support your local school. Bruce Hooley Show can travel with you on podcast form. 989theanswer.com is where you listen to the podcast. You can download the Answer app, 989FM, the Answer, in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Dave Yost, the Attorney General of the State of Ohio, uh, and his... Republican Attorney General friends from some other states are pushing back against the Biden administration's announced mandate to get vaccinated. All you private companies with employees of 100 or more, you have to comply by January the 4th. I don't think this will ever, ever go into effect. I don't think the courts will allow it to go into effect. But I don't know if the Biden administration will back off in light of another promising result today announced that Pfizer has a pill that if you take it after you test positive for COVID, your COVID symptoms are basically going to go away. Now, this is the best news possible. So why would I say that I don't think the Biden administration is going to let this drop? Well, taking a pill to get over COVID is pretty simple. But they've never acknowledged the presence of natural immunity. They don't even want to have it as part of the discussion. It's not been part of the discussion. The goal for the Biden administration, on COVID at least, appears to be zero COVID. And you can see this in the way now the city of Columbus, taking its cue from the feds, is determining whether or not to lift the local mask mandate. Uh, Channel 4 did a nice investigation on this, just asking a question. Hey, hey, the mayor put on the uh, mask mandate two months ago. What do we have to get to to get rid of the mask mandate? And a phrase from Columbus Public Health spokesperson Kelly Newman caught my eye. And she said that community transmission remains high. Now, If you can think back with me to March of 2020, was community transmission one of those buzz phrases that you heard about COVID? No, I don't think so. You heard about hospitalization rates. You heard about ICU capacity. You heard bend the curve, flatten the curve. We were of the mindset when COVID first arose that COVID was a virus, and we all understood that viruses go viral, right? You see a video on YouTube, and it's got 6 million hits in a day of some unfortunate soul slipping on the floor at Wendy's, and his Dave's cheeseburger and fries go derriere over tea kettle, and all of a sudden it's got 6 million views. That is said to go viral. Well, a virus goes viral. A virus spreads fast, like the Wendy's slip on the floor video. We had no expectation in March of 2020 that we could or would or should endeavor to get to zero COVID. No, we were going to stand on that curve and we were going to bend that curve and we were going to flatten that curve and we were going to do that so that all the people who were inevitably, inevitably going to get COVID would not all arrive at the hospital at the same time 
that no one would be wheezing in the hallway, unable to get to a ventilator because the ventilators were all taken. We were going to do ourselves and the hospital a favor, and we were going to stay home, and we were going to wait to resume our lives for 15 days to slow the spread. There's another one you heard. You didn't hear community transmission. Well, now you don't hear slow the spread. You don't hear about ICU capacity. You don't hear about ventilator availability. All you hear about is community transmission, which indicates the sea change in how we view COVID. Now the goal is clearly zero COVID, and the goal is unattainable. It's unattainable. Now, why would we establish an unattainable goal? Well, because while you may not be able to attain your goal over here, you might be able to reap related benefits over there. Oh, we're not going to talk about those benefits out in the open. We're not going to talk about a test case for Let's see if we can make everybody do what we tell them to do. Because if we can, imagine what we can do with that. So now we hear all about community transmission. And Franklin County is not even close, it appears, to rescinding its mask mandate, even though the numbers the numbers lately are highly encouraging. Uh, We have a 13% decline over the previous week in new cases. The test positivity rate, so the number of people who get tested, how many of them test positive, is 8%. Uh, The goal to remove the mask mandate is... Excuse me, the the test positivity rate is 5.5%. The goal is 8%. So we're under the goal. So are we free to go into stores? Can all the stores take down their... Franklin County is under a mask mandate. You must wear a mask to be admitted to the store. Can we take those signs down? No, we cannot. Why can we not take those signs down? If we are 2.5% under the 8% goal. Well, because we've been under the 8% test positivity rate for... Three weeks. So are we just a week away? Because, you know, you know, typically you do it for a month, they're going to let you take it off. No, 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 no. Because, the health department says, even when that threshold is met, new cases will likely yet have to drop below 50 per 100,000 and stay there for four straight weeks. So see, it's not an either-or test positivity rate or new case rate. No, 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 no. You have to be both. Well, where are we on the cases per 100,000? Uh, we're at 227. you got to be below 50. <laughs> now, I would look at this and I would say, well, we were at 600 a couple of weeks ago. Now we're at 227. Our case positivity rate is below where you want it to be. Do we really still need a mask mandate? Is anybody still following the mask mandate? By the way, I ask a question. Has anybody even been cited for violating the mask mandate? No, of course not. Of course not. But we are not really interested in looking at COVID locally, nationally, in a sensible way. We are not looking at, hey, look, 
Case positivity rate is down below. We got Pfizer and Moderna, both with pills. No side effects. 90% reduction in your likely hospitalization. Not a single person. And they all were unvaccinated who took this therapeutic from Pfizer and Moderna. Not a single person died of COVID. We don't want to take the victory on this because the benefits of staying mired in this nonsense exceed the benefit. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.